Welcome to Stories from My Drinking Days. My name is Harry Fell and I'm the founder of Nolo Cocktails and Bars, providing a choice for non-drinkers through subscription and gift boxes and by providing bars at events and festivals. In Stories from My Drinking Days, we are going to discuss our relationship with alcohol and how our guests have found a way to have a healthier relationship with alcohol or to give it up completely. We'll be discussing things like when people started drinking, how their relationship with alcohol developed, um, and asking them for a story that sticks in their mind from their drinking days that's directly related to alcohol. Um, and then we'll be discussing whether they drink now, and if so, how um, they manage their relationship with alcohol, and if they've given up completely, any tips and tricks that they have that really helped them um, to give up. And we'll also be discussing whether they found people to be supportive in their change of relationship with alcohol, um, as sometimes that, that actually can be one of the most tricky things to navigate. So um, as an introduction, I'm just going to talk about my story. So I started drinking as a teenager, um, probably about 15 or 16, had my first drink. Um, it would have been cider, something sweet. Um, I don't think I liked the taste of alcohol much when I first started drinking, um, but I definitely used it um, to get over a feeling of nervousness in social situations. So I normally come across as being quite outgoing and confident, um, but certainly through my late teenage years and my early 20s, I definitely suffered with a certain amount of social anxiety. And I found that drinking really helped me overcome that. So um, that sort of developed um, through university, um, where I didn't have a very good relationship with alcohol at all. Um, and into my early 20s, where I could go days without drinking, that wasn't a problem, but if I drank, I would drink to excess. Um, I remember going out um, with some family friends um, my age, um, but I didn't know them particularly well, and I drank far too much. Um, this was when I was living in London, um, and I was sharing a flat with my sister, and luckily she managed to find me at King's Cross Station on my way home, because I had completely lost my handbag, which was a really nice designer handbag that actually she, she'd she uh, got me on discount because she worked for the company. And I love this handbag, and I completely lost it. It had all my house keys in it, um, it had all my ID, all my cards, um, everything. And she found me at King's Cross Station, uh, waiting for a bus, clutching a pound coin. That was all I had, was a pound coin. Um, so thankfully, uh, I managed to get home okay. And I do think back now to the number of times where I put myself actually in quite dangerous situations because of alcohol. Um, and it's definitely not something that I would recommend at all. Um, so that um, sort of was my relationship with alcohol through my 20s, really. And I guess as I became more confident in those social situations, I didn't drink quite as much. And then I had children and not drinking through pregnancy was absolutely fine. Um, and so that was in my 30s. And I 
would often at the end of the day have a glass of wine. It was very easy to do um, because we run a hotel and so there's alcohol on the premises all the time. And so if you fancied a drink, you could easily, uh, as the owners, just take a bottle of wine home and we would do that quite a lot. So um, what I realized was that whilst I could go for quite a while without drinking, if I opened that bottle of wine, I was going to finish that bottle of wine. And so it became really obvious that I was kind of that all or nothing person. So a couple of times I did sort of like the dry January um, where I would give up for a month um, and I would feel better. And not having a hangover was brilliant because um, I'm sure many of you can relate to losing hours, if not days of your lives, um, feeling absolutely dreadful. Um, I think the worst hangover that I remember was after a staff party at the hotel. And we'd been doing, um, I think they're called Jaeger bombs or Skittle bombs, Skittle bombs. Um, and the next day, I, it was, I was awful. Um, so I, we, yeah, that was, that was the worst hangover ever. That whole day was a complete write-off. Um, so having given up for short periods of time, I then, just over four years ago now, um, decided to have another break from alcohol. So initially, I thought I would give up for a month. I thought my liver needed a bit of a rest. And um, I decided to give up for a month. So it was my cousin's wedding in the April. I went to the wedding, drank at the wedding, not to excess. I had children, so I became a lot, a lot more sensible um, after I had kids. So generally did not get drunk. Um, but had, you know, some drinks at the wedding and then decided that I was going to give my liver a much needed rest. And in that month, what I found was that my sleep really improved. So I had um, been waking up during the night quite a lot. And um, when I was waking up, I was feeling really worried and anxious and nervous about everything. Um not that I had anything particularly to be nervous or anxious about, but just whatever was on my mind would be um, exaggerated quite a lot. Um, and during that month where I decided to give my liver a break, I started sleeping much better. And I wasn't waking up feeling anxious. And so I decided that I would try to do it for a year. Um, now, a lot of my friends uh, couldn't quite believe that I was giving up alcohol because I, I was I guess known for drinking quite a lot and also being the person that poured everybody else's drinks to make sure that they were drinking quite a lot with me so um, giving up alcohol was I think a bit of a shock to everybody um, that was used to going drinking with me but um, I decided to do the year and within that year I just became a non-drinker it didn't really enter my head to have a drink after a while and what I would do um, if I wanted a drink um, would be that I would have um, an alternative I would have an you know um, an alcohol-free version so just over four years ago um, in 20 April 2019 there weren't a huge selection of drinks like there are now um, so it would often be a seed lip and tonic if I fancied a gin and tonic or a glass of Nozeco um, if I wanted some sort of wine alternative. 
Um, and that, that was enough to make it easy for me to give up. So during that year, I just became a non-drinker and I haven't drunk since. And I'm really grateful that I gave up before the pandemic because owning a hospitality business during the pandemic was actually very stressful. Um, and I think if I'd been drinking, um, I could have ended up with a, an actual alcohol problem by the end of that, that sort of first lockdown, especially because we moved into the hotel um, for security reasons at the hotel and um, just to make sure that everything was up and together and because we had animals there. So um, we had really easy access to a lot of booze. Um, and I think that I would have ended up with, well, I certainly would have ended up drinking a lot more um, than I should have. So I'm very grateful that I gave up beforehand. And I think what I've realized is that I really am an all or nothing person. So if I go back to drinking alcohol, I don't think I would be able to moderate. I know some people that moderate brilliantly, and that's absolutely fantastic. But I think when you are looking at a relationship with alcohol, you need to first of all be really honest with yourselves about what you're like. So I know that I can't just have one glass of wine. I know if I open the bottle, the bottle will be gone. Um, and actually, that's still, to a certain extent, al although lesser now with uh, non-alcoholic um, wine. So if I open, I quite like naughty, sparkling Chardonnay. If I open a bottle of that, often I will drink it in the evening. Um, or I quite like um, the sparkling rosé from Kylie Minogue. That's, that's nice as well. That's, that's really quaffable. And again, if I open that, that will be gone in an evening. But it doesn't matter because there's no alcohol in it. Um, so, you know, that I'm not going to have a hangover the next day. So I think that's obviously for me much, much better. Um, I'm quite um, open about the reason that I don't drink um, anymore and my reasons for not going back to drinking. So now I'm 49, I can't imagine going back and ever drinking alcohol again. I don't want to. I think people have got used to the fact that I don't drink um, and... My husband's been very supportive of the fact that I don't drink. He still drinks, um, but probably less so than we did. Um, and I really like not drinking now, um, not having hangovers, being able to get up in the morning if I want to quite early, go to the gym, do that. Um, so it's helped me sort of prioritise other things in my life. And it's obviously it's led me to establish no low cocktails and bars. Um, because whilst there is an amazing selection of uh, non-alcoholic spirits and drinks out there, it's actually quite hard to try them all and to find uh, recipes. And so I started a subscription and gift box service, uh, No Low Cocktails. So you can subscribe and get a different box every month, which will include a different non-alcoholic spirit normally and some other things to try. And we put in there everything that you need to make um, the cocktails. Um, so you don't have to go out and buy anything extra. It's all in the box. Um, and we try to make it as interesting as possible. So it's more than just, for example, a seed lip and tonic. You know, be using um, the non-alcoholic spirit in different ways. 
And then I've decided that, you know, my entire background is hospitality. I actually really love working uh, behind a bar. It was my first job and I did it throughout university as well. And um, so now I've got a horse box bar that I'm taking to events and festivals because I firmly believe that not drinking shouldn't be boring and that we should have a better choice at events and festivals. Um, so if you know of any where you think that they do not have it cranked, I would love to hear about the events. Um, I'm trying to get out to as many different places as possible um, so that we have a good choice and it's more than just an orange juice and lemonade. So this, that's an idea of what we're going to cover in Stories from My Drinking Days. Every week we will have a different guest and the plan is that the episodes will not be longer than about 20 minutes um, so that they're nice and short um, and hopefully you can take something from each of them. If you've got any questions, please drop me an email. Um, my email address is harry, H-A-R-I, at nolococktails.co.uk. And you can also comment below. So thanks for listening to my story. And if anyone would like to come on stories from my drinking days, then please just drop me an email or send me a message. Thank you.